besties. Oh, welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And this week's episode is a rebroadcast all the way back from 2018, but it is solid, guys. In fact, I've used the exact strategies that I'm going to tell you with how to boost affiliate income to be earning a minimum of $2,000 a month from affiliate income doing pretty much nothing. I mean, share a sale, I literally get checks in the mail for a minimum of $300 and I do nothing, nothing to promote it. It is the best thing ever. So because this episode was filmed back in 2018, I did want to let you know about just a couple of things that I mentioned that might seem a bit dated, just so you know. One, we talk about how GDPR is just a thing. That's, of course, is the General Data Protection Act that has gone into effect back in 2018, where basically you need to be very forthcoming with how you're using people's information from the EU. So we talk about that. The other thing is that I do mention that the price of the email marketing fairy is going up. And so if people need to buy their copies now, the price has been raised. Obviously, that was two years ago. The price that you are going to pay right now is its price. I don't necessarily have any plans to raise it in the future, but I did just want to make that really clear. I also mentioned that I was crazy and was building my own platform. If you've been a longtime listener of the show, you know that I talked about how I used Access Ally to deliver my courses and digital products. Well, currently now in 2020, I've actually gone back to using a third party, which is Podia, and I am super in love with Podia. <laughs> I have to say, building your own course and membership site for me, for the sheer volume that I get was just it was the dumbest move ever. So I am so, so, so loving being hanging out with Podia. There'll be a link to them in the show notes as well with a blog post that I wrote about this particular article. Now take it away, Kate from 2018. Let's earn people some monies. Yeah, but I don't have time to do any of this, but I really want more money in May. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. Welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com and creator of the email marketing ebook 50 grab and go templates that you can use from everything from creating a sales funnel to your welcome series and even how to breathe life back into a stone cold list, guys. Now, the email marketing fairy, guys, the price is going up on June 1st. What? what? Now it's going up by about 20%. So don't worry. It's still going to be ridiculously affordable. But I did want to actually bring attention. If you've been listening to this podcast and you're like, Hmm, I need to get around to buying that. Well, now is your chance. So head on over to katedoster.com forward slash email marketing fairy, or just click the cover art because it's going to be the first link in the show notes today to get your hands on those 50 templates. All right, guys. So today it is more money May. Now we have had some amazing interviews this month, like amazing. We talked about summits and recurring interviews. We talked about hiring your VA. We actually had to sneak one in there about the GDPR, which if you're listening to this in real time, guys, it's going down this Thursday and Friday. And next week, we are actually going to be talking about Mike Kelly, the creator of Member Vault, which is an amazing way to be selling your courses and ebooks sort of on autopilot. So I'm very looking forward to that one. But I decided to, you know, squeeze this one in here as just a solo episode. It's going to be a lot shorter than the interviews because I know that you want to make some more monies, but you might not have a lot of time to dedicate towards it, which is why today we are going to be talking about one of my super favorite ways to get passive income, and that is affiliate marketing. 
So affiliate marketing or affiliate income is basically where you recommend a product, a service, an app, a thing, a widget to your followers, your family, your friends, and you get some type of compensation for it if they buy after clicking on your link. So the compensation can be, you know, free credits for yourself. It can be gift cards. It can be cash. There's a whole bunch of different ways that you can be compensated, but basically you're getting paid for your recommendations. And I kind of know that you probably recommend stuff to your family and friends and even followers anyway. So you might as well get a little extra reward for it. So before we do guys, let's go ahead and actually see this affiliate thing in action and thanks our tool of the week. Email marketing is tough. From figuring out what freebie to create to actually getting people there, signing it up, and never mind when it comes time to send that weekly newsletter, having the nerve to go ahead and hit send. You know what shouldn't be tough? Figuring out how to do all of those stuff in your email service provider, which is why I want you to check out ConvertKit. ConvertKit is the only email marketing software that was created by a pro blogger for pro bloggers. And they make it ridiculously easy to find out what your open rates are, have multiple freebies, but only send your welcome series once so you don't seem like a weirdo. And of course, guys, they come with stunning free landing pages. And guess what? As a listener of Inbox Besties, you can actually get a free 30-day trial to take a look under the hood to see how much easier it is than your current email software is. So head on over to katedoster.com forward slash CK to claim your free 30-day trial of ConvertKit. Once again, head on over to katedoster.com forward slash CK and claim your 30-day free trial now. All right, guys, so that's actually my super meta way here of going into affiliate marketing. And there's just a couple more things, guys, before we address this. And this is really what is so great about affiliate marketing is that it is super passive, guys. And in the fact that you're not creating a product, but most importantly, there is no customer service. Now, I can tell you as somebody who was a bit adventurous and decided to create her own course platform instead of actually going with something amazing like Thinkific, which there's a link to in the show notes if you want a free month of that. And... That is, I have to deal with so many customer service and tech issues, it's kind of ridiculous. So when you are promoting a high quality affiliate product and the way you choose that is, honestly, we'll, we'll talk about that number one, but usually it's stuff that you use and love yourself. When you know that they have a strong customer service behind there, you do not feel any guilt about telling people like, hey, you should get this. This is why I talk about SiteGround so much because it's amazing and their customer service, ridiculous. Whereas when I was with GoDaddy, Sure, I had a referral link, but their customer service sucked, okay? So this is the reason why I like affiliate marketing, why it is so hands-off. I mean, obviously, you want to be able, since you're staking your reputation on this, to be able to answer some questions about it. So this is why it's important that you know the products and services that you're suggesting rather than just like, hey, this was a huge payout. Let me talk about this. So let's actually go ahead right now and dive right in. And number one, guys, is actually to be very selective about the products and services that you're going to promote. Now, I know some people will go on to share a sale, which you can get your free account over at katedoster.com forward slash share a sale link down below. That's my affiliate. What? What? And they're like, oh my goodness, there's a million things I could sign up for. So there's a million things that I'm going to promote all the time. And I'm constantly going to be dropping like tweets about this and Facebook messages and Facebook posts and all of this stuff. Well, it is very exciting to see what is out there and what is in your industry. You want to think about two things. Well, three. One, 
it's got to be something that is relevant to your audience and that they would care about. Again, my affiliate link for ConvertKit makes a whole bunch of sense because I talk about email marketing. So since I talk about email marketing, talking about what I feel is the best email marketing service platform for people who are my followers, well, that makes sense. But if I decide, hey, I can, you know, get $250 if people go check their credit reports, let me tell them about it, that makes sense no sense. While you guys might care about that, that's not the kind of stuff I talk about, which is number two is you need to make sure that it makes sense that you're the one that recommending it. If I told you guys, hey guys, go get this lemon zester. It's amazing. Yeah, that might be like a little fun find. Maybe it's casual, but in general, probably not going to get too many sales of this lemon peeler because I don't talk about food. So why does this make any sense? So you need to think to yourself, could my audience actually benefit from this? Doesn't make sense that I'm talking about it. And the third thing to think about when you're being ultra selective about the products and services that you're promoting is the actual payout. Now, I know like everyone's like, oh, you're going to talk about money. It's true. Like, I don't want you promoting something where you're going to get a free month if it's a service that you're never going to use. Or like, are you really going to push really hard for something that gives you a cool $5 once? Probably not. I would rather you spend your time creating relationships with companies that really value their affiliates. So the things that I usually look for, obviously, are what I consider fair compensation. So like, does this make a lot of sense? And I really do love recurring income. That's probably like my utmost, like if it's recurring and it's a good size payout, you bet your bottom dollar. That's going to be one of the ones that I focus on a lot because it just makes a lot of sense. Like I love getting like random stuff that's like, oh, you got $8. Ooh, you got $12. Like, oh, this is so exciting. So these are things that you are going to be thinking about. You know, are you going to be bombarding your audience for a cool one-off $5? And it doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense, guys. It really, it doesn't at all. And speaking of audiences, I know you think that you have to have a huge amount of people, but even if you have like just your mom following you and she's also into knitting, you can go ahead and recommend some knitting tools. Now, the fallback that a lot of people use is Amazon. And I gotta be honest with you guys, they're really crappy. I think I've made like a cool dollar fifty, And this is like people actually buying like big ticket items, like microphones and e-cams and stuff. I'm like, this is not worth my time. So while some niches, maybe this does make sense. I know a lot of people in the parenthood niche, they'll do like bottle breakdowns and stuff. You do need to have a lot of traffic. So it honestly would probably be more advantageous for you, like since you have less time to really be going after straight from companies. Like if you could get a deal with Playtex directly and you get a bigger cut, then by all means, you should do that. So guys, the second way that you can actually get affiliate income besides being ultra selective, because now your brain's not going to be scattered and you know, you're going to be getting the best quality payout is to do the standard review post and like literally have the word review in it. So one of my highest ranking affiliate posts that I actually have is a review of Smarter Kiwi. And Smarter Kiwi, for you guys, if you don't know what it is, Smarter Kiwi, I use that to automate my social media. So it will post in my Facebook group for me. It'll post on Twitter. It could do my Facebook page if I wanted it to. And it does like a gajillion other platforms, which is amazing. So basically, the way that they're different from, say, like Buffer is they will just keep on recycling and recycling. And to keep up with Twitter, Twitter regulations, if you're recycling a tweet, they will actually like change it or like have it like retweet your old tweet. I don't know. They do some amazing magic over there. So I decided like, okay, you know what? I'm going to actually promote this. I know it saved me a lot of time because now I didn't have to hire really a social media manager. I could casually fill this thing up like one, one Sunday and I'd be good to go. So 
what I noticed is that it's a really great alternative to Meet Edgar. Now, while Meet Edgar, or just Edgar, I think it's called now, is fantastic. It's like $50 a month. And a lot of people, it just doesn't make sense. Whereas Smarter Kiwi was only like $20 a month. And I'm like, a lot of people can handle $20 because that's always something I think about. Remember my people, I want to do stuff that actually makes sense for their pocketbooks as well because I care about them. So I actually had a post and it was titled and I did all of my keywords to, it was like cheaper alternative to uh, meet Edgar. It was like smart Q review. That was the first half. And then it's like cheaper alternative to meet Edgar. <laughs> so it was like a colon. And I made sure when I went through and did all my metadata and I used the Yoast plugin because I'm on WordPress, that's free. Uh, I think you just go to Yoast.com maybe. Don't quote me on that, but just search for it in your little plugins. I made sure that I got all green lights so that way I could rank as high as possible for people searching for smarter Q. But since smarter Q is not like a well-known service, I made sure to put one that was, which was meet Edgar. So it actually comes up and ranks really well. But here's the key really guys to having a great review. It's not just to say it's all sunshines and rainbows and you love them and it's like lemon drops. The reason why that post works so well for me is I do talk about shortcomings. You do need to make the skeletons dance. But then you can always say, you know, why it didn't necessarily matter to you or how you have suggested it to the people. So if I had like, you know, you know, my issue with Smarter QE is that if I post on my Facebook wall, it doesn't get a big enough reach. I can say, but it was better when I was never posting there at all because I didn't want people to think I had gone dark. So for me, it was worth the trade off. Or I could talk about, you know, how the back end might be a little bit glitchy or how I didn't really like how something was set up. But here's my workaround. Those are the things that you want to include in your review. Sure, they don't get a whole lot of like shares, guys, but they do get a lot of sales. I haven't had to pay for Smarter QE. Oh God, ever? <laughs> Pretty much Smart Q. I think I paid for the first month because theirs is a recurring. And while they don't pay cash, they give you the credits for your free account. So I don't think I'd ever have to pay for it ever again, which is super awesome. So those are some things to think about when you're doing a review post. Make those skeleton stance and actually call out things that you hate about it or things that could be better, <laughs> if you will. The second sort of way here when we're talking about blog posts really is the how to with a benefit twist. So you'll see a lot of videos and I'm just a lot of posts and there's nothing wrong with it where it's like, you know, how to use Tailwind, how to use Stitch Fix, that sort of thing. Those, while they are very informative, obviously you want to have those because if someone's searching how to use Tailwind, then they're probably keen to buy it, but they might've already gotten it. So you might've missed out on the sale. So the way I like to do how did you post, besides having a couple of those, cause it makes sense, is how to, and then a benefit that people want. So for example, guys, and who knows to say if this is going to be out by the time this is live, I'm actually working on a post right now, which is actually a spinoff of one of our old episodes, how to make money with your email list. And I talk about how segmenting is so key and how offering people like complimentary products. What I will do and am doing in this major blog post that I'm creating for it is I'm actually showing you like, here's all the things that you need to do. Here's how you can do it in ConvertKit. So as you see, I'm not talking about like how to make money with ConvertKit. I'm literally talking about how to make money with your email list. And here's how ConvertKit makes it so much easier for you. So show how your tool actually gets people the benefits. So maybe you have, you know, 
how to, you know, lose five pounds in 10 days. And so, you know, we're talking about exercise, maybe there's accountability. And, you know, this is how this app gives you accountability. This is, you know, you want to plan out your meals. Here's how, I don't know, Nourish maybe is the new one that's come out. I don't really know. Um, here's how that can help it. Here's how this is. So again, you're giving them high quality information where they don't need your tool or app, but this is how it can enhance their experience, which actually sort of gets us to our next one, which is creating either a mini course or challenge around the tool. So you can do it as a supplemental one that we had talked about. So I could literally, you know, turn that blog post into, you know, a four day challenge and be like, you know, how to make money with your email list, free four day challenge. And then I casually talk about, okay, now that you know all these things, you know, use ConvertKit to actually make it happen. That type of scenario, those actually work really well. And it's like, you know, here's how I do it. Another way that you can just do is a straight up crash course. Like you could literally do like a, how do you stitch fix? I don't really think, cause that one, they just send you clothes back. But you know, in my space, it could be like, you know, how to use Tailwind. But I could literally say, create a course instead that's like, how to get more views on Pinterest. And I could talk about how creating multiple pins help. And then I could talk about how going to group boards and how Tailwind as a, like an aside makes it so easy. How knowing your analytics is key so you're pinning at the right time. Oh look, this is how Tailwind can do all of those things for you. So you can interweed it in every email or you can sort of wait till the end and like the wrap up review email. So those are just some things that you want to be thinking about. The next one, guys, and this one is like super easy. So there's that sort of a mix here. Uh, things are going to take a bit longer, obviously, like review posts kind of take a little bit while longer. But this one, it's probably the quickest. And that is adding an email to your welcome series that is just tools and apps. <laughs> so it's literally like not my favorite things and it's a million. You want to think of benefits. So the three books that have helped me make, you know, six figures this year, okay, the three best investments I've ever made in my health. Again, you want to think of what's the benefit to the person. So if I was going with the three best courses um, that I invested in last year, I would actually say that has helped me, you know, triple my income. I would talk about those three courses, no more than three here, guys. And I would have my affiliate link. So now every time I have a new subscriber and I'm sending that probably like around email, like four or five. So like they've seen all my own stuff. They know I'm awesome. So now they can be like, Oh, like this person's cool. It'll totally work out. So that is one automation that you can send this to everyone. If you don't want to create a whole giant welcome series and convert you can do this in an active campaign. You can literally have like when someone subscribes, you know, wait 30 days and then send them this email <laughs> like a Tuesday. So that way you can guarantee that everyone is seeing those highly selected ones that you're talking about and you're actually sharing your story. And this actually falls into our next one, guys. And that is going the extra mile when you're promoting your affiliate products and services. So what I mean by that is even just a simple example to get really meta, our tool of the week, which is ConvertKit. I could literally just tell, you know, and if you want a 30 day free trial of ConvertKit, head on over to katetoster.com forward slash CK. Now I occasionally drop that while we're talking, but I went the extra mile. I got music that was licensed for podcasting so I could actually use it. And I created an ad behind it. Like I sat there and I wrote that ad spot. ConvertKit didn't give it to me, guys. I created it because I know my people and I know the reason why I love ConvertKit so much. So that's actually something that you guys can do. Create ads if you have podcasts. You could do banners on your website if that's the thing. But, you know, to go the extra mile, it is especially if you're doing affiliates for, you know, larger courses like you guys are going to be seeing for myself in the next upcoming months. It's, you know, creating a Facebook group that's specifically just for people that are going through, you know, whatever my affiliate partners like thing is. So like if they have a video series, maybe I'll create a special accountability group. 
to talk to people and maybe I will go ahead and I'll share my experience. And again, I'm not sugarcoating the things I didn't like. I'm, you know, straight up telling you like, this was my shortcoming, you know, here's how I have overcome it, but here's the overall benefit I got. So that is really going the extra mile and not just being like, hey guys, 90 day years coming up, buy through my link, here's a cool bonus. It's literally like treating it like it's your own launch guys. So really treat these products like they're your own and shape some strategy around it. The next one, guys, now we've talked about so, so many here and we'll do a review at the end, guys, because we're wrapping up. This is supposed to be a short episode, but y'all know I could talk to you forever. And that is create quizzes. Oh my goodness. So my quiz builder that I use, and this is an affiliate link, guys. So you head on over to katedoster.com forward slash thrive quizzes or thrive quiz. There'll be a link in the show notes. And the reason why I use this quiz builder as opposed to, I think interact is the one that everyone else talks about is because it's not a monthly thing. I hate monthly charges, as y'all know. This is a one-time, I think it's like 60 bucks now, maybe even less than that. And you can use it as much as you want on your website. It hooks up to your email service provider. It is amazing, guys. And it is so fun and interactive. So the quiz that I'm going to create, and actually I've got a whole like month where I just want to create a whole bunch of different quizzes using the Thrive Quiz Builder. You know, what email service provider is good? You know, where are your holes in your email marketing? You know, what should you invest in next? All of those sorts of things. It's just, oh my God, it's... <laughs> possibilities are endless when it comes to creating quizzes and they're so much more fun than like comparison posts guys so much more fun so guys we're wrapping up and the last two are mm, semi-quick I have to say they're not as intensive as say creating a mini course or a full-fledged review but oh we actually have three more <gasps> I lied so <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about this last one here guys and that is creating a demo video so I honestly I sort of had this one as like a slash review post but I've decided to make it its own so we have a nice even sort of 10 and what I mean by demo videos, I think Pat Flynn talks about this as well, is instead of just having like a giant like convert kit demo, which you can do on YouTube and then obviously put that on your own website, is I want you to think of creating a series of demo videos because no one would sit through, you know, a 20 minute or two hour long convert kit tutorial like you might think to. But if you create one that's like, how to send a freebie in ConvertKit, how to get your account going in ConvertKit, how to get ConvertKit to talk to say Teachable. Well, now you got two affiliates right there because you can talk about how great, you know, ConvertKit is and how great Teachable is and bingo bango, another tool for your dollars. But you're actually creating really short, succinct, fun videos for people's actual questions that they're typing into YouTube. So I think demo videos are really great. That even works if it's, you know, you've got oven timers for some strange reason that's in my head. Maybe it's lotions that you're talking about or smoothie mixes. Literally create a video where you're like making a couple of different smoothies and doing like a taste test. When people can actually see these things, it makes a big difference. And we can utilize where people are going to ask questions, which is YouTube anyway. So if someone's literally typing in like, which tastes better, Organifi or Power Green? I don't know. I think Organifi is real, but not Power Green you're going to be able to get that traffic. Notice how we're not doing like four of them. We're going with the main competitors. Okay. So that little versus I think works really nice. And guys, the last two, and we'll review the 10 and then I'll send you on your merry way is to create a resource page. So some people call this like your favorite things page or just straight up resources or faves. doesn't matter what you want to call it, but go ahead and create a whole list of tools and apps and services that you use that your people would also like as well. Now, mine is ginormous and I might actually come out with a B version of it because I can do that with Divi, which is my theme, which kdolster.com forward slash Divi. <laughs> That's also an affiliate link as well. You can actually go ahead 
and create like A and B versions of your page. So like right now my resource page, it's like 52 different like apps and services. There's a mix of free and paid, but I do make sure up at the top and I'm going to be updating this that I talk about like really my power five that I think everyone should have. And those are of course the ones that I'm really focusing on to get that affiliate income, but it's also the ones that make the most sense for my business guys and for the people that are following me. Like since I teach people how to build online businesses, they really do need to know like, hey guys, you know, here are another 45 that are fun, but here are the core that you actually need to have. And those actually get shared a lot. Like I have to say at one point, my resource page was my highly most trafficked page ever. Um, and it had one pin to it, which is actually number 10. Now, this is something that I've done one of, and I have to say the pin went viral, which was pretty exciting. And that is affiliate pins. So what it is, is you can create a Pinterest graphic that links to your affiliate link. So say I could literally have one that's like, you know, get a free trial of ConvertKit or, you know, my favorite email provider for newbies. What ends up happening in that description of your pin, you do have to put that it's, you know, hashtag affiliate or hashtag ad. And I'll go ahead and I'll find a blog post that talks more about affiliates and I'll drop it into the show notes as well for affiliate pins. And what happens is that pin, when someone clicks on it, it will send them to whatever landing page or affiliate link goes to. With those guys, you need to make sure of a couple of things. You can't cloak your affiliate link. So my one for Divi, since we just talked about that by Elegant Themes, is katedoster.com forward slash Divi. What happens is it'll redirect you to like Elegant Themes and usually it'll have like a slash and then a referral number. Not with them, they do it a super cool way. But you need to make sure that whatever link people are going to land on, that's the one that you put for your pin URL. That is so, so important. Again, you want to make sure that you are above board. And like I said, I will go over to Pinterest and I will find a Pinterest, um, you know, little tutorial or an FAQ about how to use affiliate pins. The other thing they need to look at is if you are, say, using something like a board booster or a tailwind where you just sort of automate your pins, you need to make sure if you're going onto group boards, if they allow them, because a lot of group boards will not allow you to just post straight up affiliate pins. So you need to know about that. All right, guys, we actually talked a lot longer than I was planning to, because this is just supposed to be 10 ultra fast ways to boost affiliate income and your bottom line. So let's just go ahead and review the first one, guys, you need to be ultra selective about the products and services that you're promoting. Make sure you need to think of your audience first and foremost. Do they actually need this? Two, does it make sense that you're the one talking about it? And three, you do want to be looking at that payout. Again, like are the $5 worth it? Is like the cool $5 credits good or not? That's another way that you want to be selective and don't feel bad about not promoting something because you don't get a nice kickback, guys. It's okay. The second thing that you want to do, of course, is go the extra mile. So that is you want to be able to, you know, have your ads with the music in the background, maybe have a Facebook group if it's for a live course launch, that sort of thing. How can you make this even better for people? The sec, the third thing, of course, is you can, of course, do review posts. And number four, you could do demo of videos. The next one, of course, is the how to post with a benefit. So this isn't like how to use ConvertKit. It's how to make money with email marketing. And we just are throwing in how easy it is to do in ConvertKit. The next thing that you can think about is creating a mini course or challenge where it can be supplemental, like, you know, how to pick the perfect niche for your blog. That's like the little course. And then at the end, now that you have your niche, you're going to need SiteGround and all this. Or it can just be like a crash course or sort of like mine. I have a how to launch your blog where literally my only goal is affiliate income. And since I'm telling you all of these things as we're going along, I'm telling you, like, get your hosting here, get your themes there, do this, do that. 
So that makes a lot of sense there. The next one, which is like the super easiest, which you can do right after listening to me, is just add a quick email into your welcome series of, you know, three products that helped you do blank in 2017. So that way you're also going the extra mile by telling your story and your shortcomings, but it's three products that you can stand behind. The next one, of course, is you can create quizzes. I use Thrive Quizzes and I put the link down below, my affiliate one for Thrive Quizzes. If you'd rather just pay once as opposed to every single month for it. Number nine, we talked about creating a resource page. So that's tools, apps, things that you use to run your business or your blog that people would also like as well. And the 10th one is try some affiliate pins. Oh my goodness, guys. So this was our episode all about affiliates. I'm sure that we're going to be having on some affiliate experts in the future, but I just want to give you really some starting points. Again, the reason why I love affiliate income, besides the fact that I randomly get money in my inbox, which is great, is it's products that I stand behind, but I didn't have to actually create them. I know that the customer service my people are going to be taken care of because again, I'm uber selective about the things that I tell you guys about. And I only tell you about stuff that has great customer service and it's super passive guys. It is super passive and I love it. Again, I could decide to put ads behind it. So maybe I put the ads behind my quizzes. Maybe I put it against my alternatives for, you know, me, Edgar. There's so many active ways that you can actually promote your affiliate offerings. I mean, I could do a whole episode about one here, or I could do a webinar about one. It's just the sky is really the limit, but I want you to start cashing in on this awesome phenomenon, even if you only have two followers and I will see you guys next week. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we go ahead and make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me over on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, so that way I can give you a shout out for being a bestie of the week. Later days.